Welcome to the Grace Undeserved Podcast. This is Gretchen Carrasco. How is everybody doing? I am so happy to be back recording some episodes and hopefully reaching out to the people that really need to hear some of the things that I'm going to share. That is the real reason that I am getting back to this I have a family member who's on my heart and my mind as she is struggling with a miscarriage. And it's her that has really propelled me to get back to doing this podcast because she had said something on a social media post that not a lot of people talk about miscarriages and what it's like. And I thought to myself, Gretchen, why haven't you shared? I've wanted to share for years and years, but I have to be vulnerable. I have to go back to that place that I was at years ago. Um, Meaning... In order for me to communicate to all of you what it's like to experience a miscarriage, to experience that loss, I have to take myself back there to remember. I mean, it's never going to be totally forgotten. We carry these feelings, this loss, I think, probably, for the rest of our lives. Yeah, we time time makes things better, but it's it has impressed upon our spirits, our hearts, our souls, whatever you want to call it, it has made a deep impression on my being. These experiences uh, with loss And I want to be as real as I can be so that if you know somebody who has experienced a miscarriage and they are just super struggling, I have been there and I know what it is like. And I'm going to have to take you back (laughs) to... I think it's like 1997 where my story began. Um, And even before that, like when I grew up, I think I was about 12 years old and I was thinking I'm I'm never going to be able to have a baby. Like I just, I had that thought. And coming from a 45-year-old woman now who has had eight children and several miscarriages and... (laughs) It's it's hard to even think, wow, how could she ever even think she'd never have kids? Look, she has eight children, but yeah, like I don't even know why I thought that when I was younger, but I did, and it was like I had this fear of, and, and it could have been because um, even like as a teenager, as years went by, I struggled with hormonal imbalances and my menstrual cycle was all messed up. And I, I really feel for my mom, (laughs) like I'm thinking about what it was like for her to 
to have been my mom because I am quite an intense individual. And if anybody knows me, they know that. And sometimes I have to harness that and like for whatever setting I'm in. And I think the older I'm getting, I just, I'm like, will the real, real Gretchen stand up? And who is this in me? Because I have so much that I want to share with the world. And I, I, maybe this is the vehicle in this podcast to do it. Who knows? I'm hoping that this will be a good thing. That, uh, that it will be of benefit to those of you that I reach. I want to go back and talk with you all my experience before I ever had children. And I I got married when I was 19, as I have shared in previous episodes, but some people may not have listened to those, and that's fine. Um, I was 19 years old. I got married, and... I thought, man, I don't want to get pregnant right away when I get married. So I heard other people like getting on birth control. And so I thought, well, man, I don't want to have a baby right away. So I got on birth control. That was the biggest mistake of my life. No, that wasn't the biggest mistake. But that that was a huge mistake for me because as time passed, um, like I said earlier, my hormones were kind of all messed up as an earlier teen, and that just messed me up even more. I felt like that was not a good choice, and I felt actually like I was going a bit cray. And not a good way to start a marriage. I used to clean houses uh, when I first got married, and actually I dreaded cleaning houses from the time I woke up till when I was done. I just did not like it. And I remember my husband at the time would go to work, and it was... I just was somewhat depressed, not really having a lot of things to do. I remember sitting in my apartment just just, just not really happy. And so getting a job and getting out of the house, you would think it like would have helped me to feel a little better. And I, I really enjoyed the person that I worked for, she was a member of our church and I really liked her and she owned her own cleaning company and uh, I got paid pretty good money doing what I did, but it was hard work. And sometimes I would have people coming behind me, checking the things that I that I dusted like a homeowner that, and that was super annoying. There's just weird things that I remember about it. And it was such a long time ago. Like I said, I'm 45. I was 19 at the time, 20 at the time. So that's a long time ago. 
something that stands out to me very clearly is I remember one day I just my period was really late like I said my cycles were really messed up I would go so many days in between uh, periods and I just remember feelings like nauseous I remember cleaning a toilet one day and I was sitting on the floor just feeling dizzy and awful and I'm sure my mom at the time was like hey <clears throat> since my mom had eight children she kind of knows this stuff that ooh, you could be pregnant you know your period's way late you're feeling sick and nauseous and dizzy I oh, I just remember how horrible I felt in sitting on that floor smelling the chemicals that I was using I'm like this is horrible <laughs> and so I, I if I remember correctly I took a pregnancy test and I think it was negative and then after a little time passed it came back positive and I remember buying this cute little Noah's Ark onesie a white onesie with this cute little embroidered Noah's Ark on the chest of it for the baby that I was gonna have and I remember setting up an appointment to get an ultrasound since my periods were all messed up um they didn't know how far along I was so we scheduled to get an ultrasound and I remember my husband at the time and my mom came to see the ultrasound with me and they had me go back by myself and my husband and my mom stayed in the waiting room until they got me all set up and they I think her name is Joy Arbogast an incredible woman she got me set up and put the whatever you call it on my belly to start the ultrasound and she puts her hands on my leg and said, Gretchen, I don't know how to tell you this, but the baby never developed. It was horrible. And she said, do you want me to tell your husband or do you want to? And honestly, I can't remember if I told her to, or if I did, or whatever, but I remember, like, <sighs> it's hard to remember all the details after that point. There are some things that I remember and how awful I felt because I was so excited to finally um, have a baby. And to get that news was devastating. And, and then for them to tell me, yeah, Gretchen, it's called a blighted ovum where the sperm and the egg come together and then it doesn't split. Nothing happens. And so I'm like, well, what the heck is growing inside of me? I thought it was a baby. Like I literally felt this was a baby growing inside of me and I was about 12 weeks along, I think it was, 
and just by the size of the blighted ovum and I it was super confusing super sad and they said well here are like your options you could go home and bleed to death or we could kind of induce things and at the time the option that I chose was to get these little like toothpick type things that um, they insert into your cervix to dilate your cervix so that then the next day they could go in and do a DNC. That's what I chose to do because with presented with you could bleed to death or we can do a DNC, I chose to do the DNC because who wants to bleed to death? Not me. And and I they inserted those and I just another thing that I remember pretty clearly is the pain that I felt and having to have those things slowly expand or the the whatever expand my cervix was horrible I remember laying in bed. It was so crampy. Probably my lower back hurt really bad and just like bad cramps and just hard to walk. And thinking that I'm going to have to go the next day and get a DNC where and you just go through all this pain and you're not bringing a baby home. It was horrible for me. And it was like a dream was just dashed into pieces. And the dream of having a baby and loving a baby was gone. And it was horrible. But a good thing that came out of that is so many people. I remember a um, lady from church shared with me a loss that she had a, a baby and it was later on and I'm pretty sure she gave birth to him and he passed away soon after that and they had to have a funeral for him and I remember her sharing that story how sacred her talking with me and sharing her experience and how much that meant for somebody to reach out to me and their pain and their experience in order to help me through my painful experience. And that's what I'm trying to do with all of you today with this episode is to reach you and say, I know I've been there. This is horrible. Um, so I remember going in the next morning and my doctor prayed with us and she prayed that the Lord's hands would guide her and um and then I had the DNC and had to recover and I believe um so let's see actually it was 1996 I was married October 27th 
of 1995, and this was, I'm thinking, September of 1996, that I had the miscarriage in the DNC. And I tell you, just recently dealing with my health challenges and going through paperwork and old, old medical records, I came across the pathology report and to this day reading that it still, it hurts. Um, and like I said earlier, it just, it sticks with you because I'm a person that feels so deeply, very, very deeply. I'm intense in whatever I do, whatever experiences I have, I feel them really deeply. Not quite sure what that's all about. Is just, I'm a very feely person, let's say. Um, and I, I can empathize with those around me as well. And one thing that I strive to do in my life is to find the good in my experiences and the good that I have found is that I can use these experiences that I've had to help somebody else that I truly can understand another person that has experienced these same things and I can be there for them. Uh, that's what I desire to do. And so it was hard. It was really, really hard. Very sad. And I think to this day, I have that onesie with Noah's Ark on the front of it. And I'm going to end the podcast episode, this episode, with that. And I will share more in another episode. I wanted to thank you all for listening today to the Grace Undeserved podcast. Again, this is Gretchen Carrasco. Thank you so much for listening. Reach out to me. Send me a message. If you have questions, I would love to answer some of your questions. Uh, share with me your stories. Share with me your experiences, some struggles that you might have and how you have overcome those God bless.